Neurological conditions can be tough on a patient from a health and quality of life standpoint, of course, but also because of the uncertainty of how and where to turn for treatment. This is the Yukon Health Pulse, a podcast to help you get to know Yukon Health and its people a little better and hopefully leave you with some health information you'll find useful. With Carolyn Pennington, I'm Chris DeFrancesco. Brain tumors, blood vessel problems, acoustic neuromas, and skull-based tumors are just a few examples of cranial nerve and brainstem disorders. And these can be difficult to treat, often because they can be difficult to identify, requiring the services of elite experts. And today we're joined by two of them, Dr. Kethan Balsara, Chief of Yukon Health's Division of Neurosurgery, and Dr. Daniel Roberts, ear, nose, and throat surgeon who specializes in neurological disorders of the ear. Together, they lead Yukon Health's Cranial Nerve and Brainstem Disorders Program. Thank you for joining us. Now, what are some examples of cranial nerve and brainstem disorders? Commonly, we see patients with asymmetric hearing loss, and oftentimes that leads to a diagnosis of something called an acoustic neuroma. This is a benign tumor, otherwise known as a vestibular schwannoma, that emanates off of the vestibular nerve, causing problems such as asymmetric hearing loss, difficulty with hearing and balance, and oftentimes ringing in the ears. You know, um, we treat uh, things like trigeminal neuralgia, hemifacial spasm, vestibular schwannomas. Within the program, within the specialty of the program, we treat patients who have uh, difficulty with, uh, with smell, uh, vision difficulty, uh, trouble with movement of the eyes, hearing difficulties, uh, trouble swallowing, and again, other, other issues such as uh, general sort of balance issues or, or any, any problems or any lesions that affect the brain itself, which could result in various manifestations such as uh, difficulty communicating or uh, disorders that lead to seizures or uh, disorders that lead to, to weakness on, uh, on half the body. Uh, so again, it's a, it's a whole gamut, and uh, it's difficult to uh, sort of sort of limit what this program actually addresses. Right. Because what I can tell you is that it addresses every pathology one can imagine affecting the cranial nerves, the brainstem, or the brain matter itself. What are some of the symptoms of those disorders? Like if someone is experiencing, you know, dizziness or ringing in the ear, or what, you know, what are some of the common symptoms? Yeah, how do they know they need to reach you? You know, um, most of the patients we see are, 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 are referrals uh, to the program. Uh, they, they present with uh, various symptoms, like they may have difficulty with vision, or they may have had chronic headaches, or they may have uh, troubles, trouble with balance, uh, facial pain, or things like facial spasms. So there's a whole host of symptoms, but I think what all of these patients share in common is uh, that they, um, they have been identified as having a neurological disorder that affects uh, their brain and, um, and uh, may have imaging that supports that there's either um, a, a lesion such as a tumor or there's a blood vessel problem or oftentimes there may not be a specific lesion that we can target but may just be some fine tuning that our, our experts uh, within our program can assist with. Uh, uh, so again, it's a whole host of symptoms uh, that could lead to presentation. Uh, Dr. Roberts, you specialize in neurological disorders of the ear. You're an ear, nose, and throat surgeon. Why don't you give us an example of the kind of patient you might see who would find his way to you? So oftentimes I'm contacted by outside providers for 
after they've identified a rare condition, such as an acoustic neuroma or a tumor from a cranial nerve. Um, and those patients are best cared for in a tertiary care setting, such as Yukon Health. And so when that patient is identified to me or by an outside provider or by a patient themselves or by another Yukon Health provider, uh, I will plan to see that patient within just a matter of days so we can expedite their care and, and find a treatment plan that works best for them. Why is it important to see them so quickly? Well, I think for the, the biggest reason is for patients to know that things are moving forward and to have a peace of mind. Um, because many of these tumors or conditions are benign conditions, but they can affect people significantly with significant symptoms. And knowing that things are moving forward for you in a time-efficient fashion when you're particularly not feeling well is critical for patients. Right, because those symptoms can be really scary, the ringing in the ears or the, you know, dizziness. Or dizziness, exactly. And so, you know... The, the bottom line is that we want to make every effort to help patients get to what they need in a very timely fashion. And for us, that's a critical mission. So walk us through if a patient is interested or thinks they have some of these uh, symptoms. What, what does a patient do? How does it work? Well, there's a, there's a few ways to uh, to get plugged into the program. Uh, and uh, again, it being a multidisciplinary program, uh, we have uh, involvement from, uh, like, at, at all levels. We have our physical therapists, we have our nurses, we have our speech therapists, we have our support staff, we have radiology, we have neurology, neurosurgery, ENT. That's just to name a few of the team that's oh. involved in, in, this, uh, in this process. But to get access to the system uh, or to get access to the program, uh, one can access it through any one of these, uh, one of these components uh, that make it up. Um, so what one may present with a specific disorder that may be um, associated with an ENT finding and then gets uh, plugged into the program because ultimately it would benefit, uh, the patient would benefit from this uh, multidisciplinary approach. So patients can, uh, can uh, either make direct self-referrals uh, to the individual components that comprise this program or uh, they're referred to us um, by their uh, primary care team. So both of you have been here for several years now. Um, what is it that you saw about the, the medical landscape that got the two of you together thinking, you know what, we need to start one of these here at UConn? What really stood out to me about the landscape of uh, the UConn health uh, system is uh, the tremendous world-class expertise that's available in multiple different disciplines uh, within, uh, within everything, but especially uh, the, the neurosciences. And um, uh, in the time that I've been here, I've been working very, very closely with uh, my colleagues in each of these different specialties, whether it be neurology, uh, whether it be uh, radiology, again, just, uh, just to name a few. And uh, the concept of, uh, of the cranial nerve and brainstem, brainstem disorders program is, is sort of a natural extension of this collaboration that, that we already have. We're already doing it. We're already collaborating. Uh, it's a formalization of a process that we had already initiated. One thing that I would add to that statement is Yukon Health is a tremendous opportunity for leadership in this region. And um, we need to serve as a, a place where complicated medical conditions can be sent and addressed 
in a way that is efficient and provides world-class care in this region. And when I had the opportunity to start this center with Dr. Bulsara, um, it was our opinion that we could be leaders in this way, in a, in a unique way for Connecticut and for New England. Um, so really creating a, an efficient way for patients to seek care for very rare conditions is something that we've strived for. How has COVID affected you? Well, I think COVID-19 in many ways has opened up some opportunities for telehealth. Um, so in many ways, if a patient has a rare condition and maybe they live in another part of the state or even in another state itself, uh, we can provide a consultation in a way that wasn't previously uh, able to be done. So simply looking at imaging and then spending some time with a patient over the phone, you can create a, a care plan. And so that's been something that's been uh, unique for COVID-19. And that saves maybe a step or two or an appointment or two if before the person even physically comes to UConn Health to get that first in-person treatment, we've already kind of had a sense of the best direction to send that person because you've had that initial contact remotely, right? Exactly. And so if you have a rare medical condition uh, that needs true experts and something that maybe isn't available for you locally, it's nice to be able to have a virtual consultation where you can have a physician look at imaging, they can spend as much time with you as you need, and they can really lay out uh, the pluses and minuses of different therapeutic modalities. And in that way, you can be very efficient with your time and uh, get what you need in a very time efficient manner. And saves the patient a trip to the... Absolutely, to and it's also a safe way to yes. see a physician. Yes, <laughs> in this day and age, yes. Now you're both surgeons, um, does treatment usually require surgery you know we um, we are w um, we, we it's true we're we both surgeons but our but our ultimate goal is to um, is to manage the patients in the most optimal manner for them uh, we actually only have to operate on a small subset of patients that are referred into the program the vast majority of patients that are referred into the program um, are, are managed medically by, by an expert, a phenomenal world-class team of, of medical experts who, again, work in this environment where the traditional silos have been broken down. Right, so, so we are surgeons, but we also, um, in many ways, my practice, the first thing I think about is trying to keep somebody out of the operating room. Um, medical management is utilized in every step, and surgery is always a last, last option um, when uh, other medical opportunities are not available, and that brings in the idea of a consortium of different providers who can offer medical management. And in many ways, uh, you know, as a neurootologist focusing on the ear, many of the things that I do also involve medical management. So sometimes a patient with vestibular type symptomatology is best suited by going to physical therapy or to an active surveillance protocol where we simply do serial imaging of a rare condition. And in that way, um, we can be uh, giving a patient the best care without operating. Good point. Uh, what's also important to know is we have a, a symbiotic relationship here. I, I can't say, um, and for good reason, I, I, I can't say that uh, every single member within the team, uh, all of us are focused on the patient, but I can't say that we always agree on, on sort of what a patient's presenting with and what the optimal treatment management is. 
But what I can say is that because we have people that um, are, are so thoughtful and so insightful in terms of the management of these individual patients and that we can have these discussions, patients can be guaranteed that their, their treatment is definitely personalized to them and there's no, nothing that's not considered in terms of optimizing their, their treatment paradigm. Because you have so many voices in the room. We, we, have, we have a lot of voices, and those voices aren't just uh, physician voices. Uh, they're voices that extend the whole spectrum of healthcare, whether it be from, um, uh, from our support, uh, support staff in the clinic, again, to our therapists, to our nurses, to our speech therapists. Every single member of the team uh, is involved in the care of these patients, and everyone's input um, is, uh, is considered, uh, considered um, and, um, and again, that's what makes us uh, very unique, this uh, multidisciplinary approach in which the traditional silos have been broken up in an environment of collegiality and camaraderie. Dr. Kathan Bulsara, Chief of the Yukon Health Division of Neurosurgery, and Dr. Daniel Roberts, ear, nose, and throat surgeon specializing in neurological disorders of the ear. Before we go, what else should prospective patients and referring physicians in the community know about this? Well, so. I think one of the things that's most important is, is knowing how to access us. And on our Yukon Health website, uh, patients can essentially create a portal where they can uh, access uh, us directly. And in that way, either a provider or a patient themselves can expedite their care. And so we want to serve as that resource for the community in Connecticut and New England. You know, I, I, um, I, I think what they should know about is we're grateful and appreciate the opportunity to work with physicians all over the state and beyond in terms of managing these patients. Uh, we view things as being very collaborative and the same extent of collaboration that we have within our health system, we extend that collaboration to, uh, to our referring physicians also because we consider them as colleagues who are actually helping us also manage these patients. And I truly believe that the more voices, the more perspectives, that are involved in terms of managing individual patients, I think, uh, lead to improved outcomes. And so I uh, just want to thank those who work with us in the care of these patients. And that's our time for today. For Dr. Kethan Bulsara, Dr. Daniel Roberts, and Carolyn Pennington, I'm Chris DeFrancesco. Thank you for listening to the Yukon Health Pulse. Be sure to subscribe so you can catch us next time, and please share with a friend.